This episode is part of the series Know Your Candidates. Conversations with the candidates for the election of 2019 in the city of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Radio Plasma does not support or oppose any candidate for public office. This is a nonpartisan, independent media outlet dedicated to promoting a peace culture, embracing diversity, sharings of opinions and ideas, and ensure all voices are represented in our media. This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to our series, Know Your Candidates. Conversations with the candidates to Holyoke City Council in the 2019 municipal election of November 5th. This is an opportunity for candidates to let the public know about themselves and their own campaigns, and for the public to know better who are their candidates, what do they stand for, and have a more informed way to decide who to vote for in the municipal election. I'm Johan Rashivega, and our guest is Anne Halheimer. Welcome, and thank you for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. So you are officially running for War 3. That is correct. And this is not the first time you're doing no. so. <laughs> this is a history repeating, and it's a good one to have. I'm glad to welcome you back. Mm -hmm. And this is a really crucial moment for War 3, for the city, and mm -hmm. for the local politics. Yeah in terms to shape what is to come mm -hmm. for the city of Holyoke, where many changes are, are taking place. Mm -hmm. So let's start with knowing who you are, so if you can give mm -hmm. us a little bit of your background, whatever mm -hmm. you want to share with us Sounds about good. yourself. Awesome. So as you know, my name is Anne, and I have lived here in Holyoke for the last 12 years, always in Ward 3, and I've run before. But I'm also a big believer that no election should go uncontested. I think everybody should have uh, opposition sounds too adversarial, but like there should be multiple people running for multiple seats because democracy belongs to all of us. And this is one of the ways in which we can participate. Uh, I'm an artist. I'm an educator. Folks have probably seen my monster hats. I make fleece monster hats um, I'm at a lot of craft fairs and different things in Holyoke. I'm also the treasurer for the local Holyoke, Holyoke Local Cultural Council, about which we've talked before. We just ran a brick in the brick race, which was pretty exciting. Uh, we did not win our first heat. We uh, lost to so much for subtlety, which is my campaign manager, Sarah's hot dog tribute car. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm out and about doing a lot of different stuff in Holyoke, and running for office seemed like a natural extension of some of that because I'm really invested in the community. I'm really invested in Holyoke. And as I've gotten out and met more of my neighbors and talked to more people and gotten on the doors and did door knocking and all of this, really hearing from people what they need in Ward 3 and are not currently getting is important because we can band together as a community and do some of this stuff and legislate for some of these changes and make the neighborhood safer in a couple of really important ways. So, yeah. Although you pretty much answered the question already. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but what Why? makes you yeah. 
feel this need to run for office mm -hmm. in 2019? Uh, I learned a lot from my last election. I learned a lot. Door knocking, talking to people, getting involved with neighbors, learning about needs that are being currently unmet. Like little stuff, like clearing out the storm drain so your street doesn't flood. Little things like that. But bigger picture things like traffic. Traffic is an, an ongoing concern in Ward 3. But also because I feel democracy is its not a spectator sport. It's participatory. People should get in and get involved. And I think too often folks are dissuaded from running because they think it's too hard or it's too difficult or there are some serious barriers to participation because people think you have to spend big money to run a campaign. And that doesn't have to be true. And in Holyoke, in fact, that feels disingenuous given what we see in terms of what Holyoke citywide needs. And that's part of also why I'm interested in being on city council, not just to represent Ward 3, which is, it feels very close to home because I've lived there my whole time in Holyoke, but also because municipal government, city council, can set the tone for the entire city. And so it's not just improving things in Ward 3, it's not just boosting voter participation in Ward 3, it's across all of Holyoke, because Holyoke works best when all of us are involved and welcomed and encouraged. What do you think are some of the experiences and learning opportunities you had from mm -hmm. the previous runnings you had for city council? Yeah, I learned a lot, again, just being on the doors and talking to folks who are like, it would span the range from people who are like, wait, what's city council? And, and that was this moment where I was like, wow, it's not just, hey, you should vote for me for city council, but bigger picture education about here's how your municipal government works. Because mostly the answer on that was people were upset about their property taxes. I was like, city council does that. City council also does this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, we need speed bumps on our street. I'm like, city council works with city infrastructure to look at these things and if they're feasible and um, these kinds of needs. So I think those points are particularly crucial. I also learned that people, you got to meet people where they're at. It's hard sometimes for people to get to vote. We think about like, oh, let's go to the polls and vote. Like if you've got childcare needs, if you don't know where you vote, if you're a new voter in Massachusetts moving from out of state, you don't know how to vote or it's a whole different process. All of these different kind of points to participation and also like broadening out the concept of why it's important to vote, particularly in Holyoke where we have elections that are made by a single vote. And that was one of the great things about this process was not just learning those big picture things, but those small picture things. Like, did you know that the order of people on the ballot is chosen with this little wooden box from like the 1890s and 1920s in City Hall where they spin it and they just draw them out of this wooden box? And nobody goes to this stuff. Like, it's open to the public. And I think last time I was the only person there because I was like, I want to see how this works. I feel like we should de be able to demystify or make public more of these kinds of things, not just like the neat little uh, old box that we have in City Hall, but also stepping it up to that idea that government is for everybody. Our taxes are paying for this, whether we're homeowners or renters. Our votes matter. Our participation matters. And as the candidate, the flip side of that, the responsibility on me is to help open those things up and really, you know, walk the talk like making sure city council is accessible. Not everybody can get there at 6.30, 7 o'clock. The broadcasts have been super helpful, but finding ways to make that even more super helpful, like closed captioning and interpretation services and figuring out ways to make this work in city hall and like maybe restructuring the room a little bit because there's a lot of room for the council, but not a lot of room for the people. And I, f I feel like that order is exactly backwards.
what do you think is what you can bring to the table to that big space yeah. for the city councilors, yet not enough for the public? Right. I want to open it up to lots of different folks. Like, it, it, I say if elected, but I want to say when elected, because um, I did this eMERGE training, and they've been really teaching us to think, like, not just run the campaign, but win the campaign, right? That I think of that in the way that, like, that seat is a physical representation, but my job would be to bring people in with me and to make sure that people not only know what's going on in city council, but how to get there and what that looks like, what public comment means, uh, making sure that people feel like even if they can't get there in person, they're still well-connected. Because one of the things that our city council and our city government could do better, in my opinion, um, once a piece of legislation comes into city council, it's really hard to track where it goes. And some of that is just like nuts and bolts uh, tracking, but if there were some way to track that, like something comes in and then it gets assigned to subcommittee, sometimes after extended and complicated debate that is super confusing if you don't know Robert's Rules of Order, which is a separate thing, like we need to make this easier for people to follow, it goes off into the ether. It goes off into some committee, and some committees meet on a regular schedule and some don't. So without some kind of tracking, you don't know where that is. And then this meeting happens and people are like, nobody comes to these meetings, the public must not care. And that's the opposite. Just because people are not physically able to be there for whatever reasons doesn't mean they're not invested, doesn't mean it doesn't matter. And we got to shift our thinking about that. I brought my campaign manager along. This is Sarah. Yes, I want to welcome Sarah Olker, who <coughs> managing the campaign for Anthalheimer. It's an important addition to this conversation because, like you mentioned, it's about getting more people involved and it starts with the people closer mm -hmm. to the candidates who are also the supporters and also constituents and voters who bring these ideas as part of this whole plan for the candidates. So, Sarah, welcome. Thank you very much. So do you have a particular question for me or there was something you were going to... Well, I also had hoped this would be a little bit of a conversation mm. because some of the what we're trying to do this campaign, which is, I think, a little... We'd had it on the radar for last campaign, but we didn't manage to manifest it in the way that I had hoped, was to do a lot of behind the scenes of how does someone run? What kinds of things do you need? What kinds of right. things are important? Because we don't... There's no manual in City Hall for this. There's no... It's like... If you don't talk to someone, you don't even know how to pick up your papers and what that means. Right. Um, and demystifying the process a little bit. So I thought it was really important that you come along for this conversation because you're part of the backbone of this campaign. Right. And and one of the things uh, one of the things that I'm very involved in is trying to figure out how to keep sort of the whole thing on a course. When that course is going to shift, new information is going to come in, circumstances are going to change throughout the year, and trying to figure out what are the next highest priorities. I do some project management work in a campaign this size. It's a lot like managing a project, and it's a certain amount of reaching out to people. You're a public employee. You cannot make your own fundraising That's ask. Correct. I do that for you. Uh, working with a friend of ours who does digital marketing and strategy to get your website up and running, www.annforholyoke.com, and to start thinking about how to get that information about voting and municipal government out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hopefully uh, posting it on the blog and I mean on the, the blog part of our website and mm -hmm. Facebook simultaneously. Yep. But every week, our circumstances shift a little bit. We need to respond to a thing. We need to, you know, work around everyone's schedules. 
We're also, people have surgeries, people have life, illnesses and families. Things happen. People yeah. need to move, people get married, babies happen. We, we have lives and we're trying to fit in this work around real lives in Holyoke. What do you think are the changes city council needs to have? I, most, most prominently, we have to make it easier for people to participate and feel welcome. Full stop. And, and that's like a big picture goal, and there are lots of smaller picture ways to make this happen. Translation services. I've been on about translation services for city council for quite some time. Closed captioning on the display. Making sure that people know what to do. Like, uh, I think Miriam Quinones used to do this really good Politics 101 class that I think Nueva Esperanza has picked up. I'm, I don't know where it is, but it was really, really good because part of it included how does your municipal government work and what does a city council meeting look like? And I have, had, I have this thing where if somebody wants to go to a city council meeting and they've never been and they don't know how it works, I will go with them for their first time because it can be really confusing. And it shouldn't be confusing. We shouldn't make it harder for people to get involved in something that's already challenging. Like, we don't need to have four-hour city council meetings. That is, this is not how this should be working. Like, in addition to all the barriers to participating, sitting there for four hours is, is mind-boggling to me. I went to East Hampton to watch their city council work. And they were in and out of there in an hour and a half. Everyone was on time. Everybody was nice. They were civil. They got the, they got the work done in this efficient, respectful, and fundamentally important kind of way. And there were people there watching, and they felt heard and recognized and valued. And we have to step up our game in Holyoke. We have to do it because we can't keep having this cycle where people are like, well, nobody comes to city council and so they don't care or people don't come to subcommittee meetings, so this must not be an important issue. We need to flip that. It's, it's that reaching out to people, meeting them where they're at. Like, why aren't people coming? How can we make this more accessible for people? How do we get people feeling really welcome and valued? And some of that is also like restructuring the room a little bit. Like it is really difficult for multiple people in wheelchairs to be in that room. And that's not okay. We have to make it open and ready and available for everybody. Full stop. Yeah. Um, I want to emphasize that every town has their own foibles and little weird things about their government. Um, and so for all that you'll hear people go, oh, well, this doesn't work well. Well, you know, I am sure, and I know this from talking to people in other towns around the region, that they have their own foibles and their councils or town meetings have their own problems. We want to work on ours yeah. because ours is the one we're responsible for and ours is the one we can change. Talking about the needs of the city, mm -hmm. because even though you are running for War Three and you mentioned some concerning issues and topics for War Three is not necessarily pertaining to War 3 that many of these issues are happening citywide. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, when we see city councilors being involved in the subcommittees, mm -hmm. that participation and decision-making impact the whole city. So, yes, there is an involvement that pertains to everyone in Holyoke. What do you think it could be important to do for the city that you can bring? Mm -hmm. I, I think... And it goes to meeting people where they're at. Um, there are city councilors in other cities who are doing these listening tours. And I think that's a really good idea. If people can't get to city council, you get to the people, right? Going out and 
opening up public forums where anybody can attend and sort of being like, what are the hot-button issues here? Because some of it is challenging for people. They know about taxes, but zoning laws, the intricacies of zoning laws are less um, easy to decipher or straightforward, or they don't have someone coming and sort of saying, listen, this is how Robert's rules of order work, and if you're really interested in this, this, and this, it's going to be on the docket at this time. So this relates back to sort of knowing where an item is in the process, whether it's out to committee or whether it's back before the full body and where it is in that process, but encouraging people to not just get there, but know when to get there and how to get there and how to support them getting there. Because we've seen people turn it out. Like city council recently was packed with the school funding issue. Lots of people, they had a lot of people in for the uh, Yale Group House Project. Uh, so people can get there when you kind of mobilize people and encourage them to get there, but in, there are very few people who'd kind of go to watch to follow it through. And as a city councilor, not just for your ward, but for all of Holyoke, you have to be a conduit for that information and really emphasize to people that their voice matters and really honor that when they come to tell you what they think at public comment or via an email or at a, at a listening stop, some kind of public conversation, because that's crucial. That's who you represent. Knowing that in your particular running for War Three is one of these instances where a preliminary looks to be imminent, what do you think is going to make the most impact mm -hmm. in terms of outstanding and possibly making your campaign be the one that people will see as the one that has to go to the next step? I want to be new and innovative and different because we've had, in Ward 3, we've had similar representation for a long stretch of time. And I think it's time for a change. And I think some of that is really getting out there, getting on the doors, talking to people, getting them excited about voting. Because when you look at the numbers between preliminary elections and general elections, there's a really vast gap there. And so some of this is get out the vote stuff, educating folks about where to vote, when to vote, why it's important to vote. That is really crucial. That's really crucial. Uh, but I want them to be excited to vote, not just a chore that you got to go do, but I want them to be like fired up to go vote, hopefully for me, ideally for me, but voting. Right? And not just as a, like, got to go do this, got to fit it in between this, but, like, getting super excited and really feeling like their voice matters. And I want them to really feel that. I want to spend our summer getting on doors and talking to people and saying, listen, voting is awesome, and if you can do it, you should do it. And if you can't get there, here are ways to do it. And making sure that if people are able to get there, like, I remember when I was a kid, my parents would take me to the voting booth. And I remember thinking of that as like, this is really awesome and important. And I got to vote in my first presidential election literally a month. I turned 18 a month to the day before the election. Um, and I, I know that's a little nerdy and a little weird, but I want people to have that similar kind of excitement to sort of look at our city government and say, wait, we do have the power to change this. We can change this. It doesn't have to be this way. Let's flip it. Let's make it work better. Yeah, Holyoke is just people. Any town is just people. And when you look at the total population of the city, you think, I'm never going to get to know these people. You can meet people if you're involved in a campaign, if you get to know the poll workers, where you vote. If yeah. you, we all do it with the coffee shop down the street or where we buy a bite to eat after a long day. You can do that with government, too. It really is for everyone. So at this point, I would like to have 
sort of your official statement mm -hmm. of your campaign, what are the most important points that you stand for. Mm -hmm. So this space is all yours. All right. Um, I think a lot about government as being responsible and respectful uh, and involved. So that's what I want to do with city council. I want to make city council really of the people, of Ward 3, of Holyoke at large. I want to work on traffic calming. This is far and away the biggest issue that I talk to all the time on doors. People are like, I, my car got side scraped and my, my dog was run over and killed and people speed through my neighborhood and you have to help us. And I want it to be not just me helping them, but us helping each other. I want neighbors working with neighbors to get this stuff done because we can do it. We've seen it happen. I mean, if you look at Lawler, we've gotten some good changes done we lowered the speed limit in accord with Massachusetts state law. Councilor Leahy was really instrumental in getting that done. We worked some, with some folks in Ward 3, and I feel like that was a real team effort in a way that felt satisfying and for the greater good. That's the kind of thing I want to bring to government. I want it always to feel like that. I don't want people to feel like they have no voice. I don't want to have people feel like they're not heard. I want to be that conduit for people getting involved in municipal government. And that's part of the way that we're running this campaign. And part of why we brought the campaign manager in is to sort of to demystify some of that process, to make it easier for people to run. I think a preliminary would be great. More people involved in government that's what we want. Democracy is for everybody. I'm super excited to see who's on the docket this time around, who's on the ballot, how that's going to go. But sort of in a nutshell, campaign platforms, traffic safety, super, super, super important. Neighbors getting connected with neighbors. A lot of our door knocking goes out in pairs so that somebody can go from their neighborhood and knock on doors and meet their neighbors. Voter turnout. Get out the vote, register to vote, getting people fired up about voting. I think that's particularly crucial. And then really broadening out our understanding of government. Because we have a lot of very particular things specific to Holyoke. And sometimes people will make these kind of sweeping campaign promises, like, I'm going to lower property taxes. That is really hard to do. And that may or may not be something that happens. But if you're working on it and people see you working on it and you keep people updated about it, that is effective. That gets people involved. And I, I really want that to be kind of what this is. We've seen it before in Ward 3. We've seen people be really invested and really involved in this way. I want to amplify that. Those listening tours, talking to people, getting out, getting people talking to each other, making good positive change. That's, that's the hope. That's the plan. Usually when we refer to city council mm -hmm. and the status of it, we think about immediately about the negative things happening. Mm -hmm which are true and we know. What about the good things that are happening and city council has been instrumental to it yep. that you can identify, that you can see is making Holyoke go in the right direction? Mm -hmm. Things that city council are doing well. I There's a lot that's actually going well. The, the speed limit bit, very important. I think that was particularly important for Ward 3, but also important across Holyoke. There are different things that happen within chambers that I think are really good. There are some city councilors who will actually stop and explain on the mic what's happening. Like, okay, we're taking this vote and we're going back and we're looking at this. Those pieces are really good. Um, I think that we've been able to get good civic participation, even if something is being discussed in city council and the vote goes one way or the other, people are getting involved. People are showing up. People are able to get to public comment and comment, which is huge. I, I, we shouldn't discount the importance and 
the fortitude it takes to do that, particularly if English is not your first language and you don't spend a lot of time in City Hall and it's pretty intimidating. So I think that part is going really well. Um, the broadcasting has been great. There are lots of people watching from home and that's a great way for people to participate. I'm thinking of recent stuff. We did, we did finally pass the anti-hate legislation. That resolution was really important and it took a long time, but it's done and we got there. Um, we got really involved with curtailing some of the less effective ordinances. I'm thinking of the sign ordinance, for example, really curtailing some of the stuff that is not working, which on its face sounds like a negative, like there was some ordinance and we had to shut it down, but people got involved in getting it shut down and people started listening and people started really getting engaged with that. I think that in the, in the end is a crucial piece of local government. And I think we're going to see more good conversation. I mean, they've got their budget meetings coming up. There's going to be some really good talk about where we need to spend some funding. We did get the school vote on the ballot. That's really important. So I think good things are happening. It's just, it feels sometimes like they're not there. So this is a great question. Like, what is working about city council? There are lots of things that are working about city council. I've seen city council ask very good questions about things going on in, in terms of the finances. They're like, we need to know more. How did this happen? Walk us through the steps. Mm -hmm. I've seen them exercise their due diligence in great ways. True. I know there are also places in the ordinances where things have to be brought before city council that perhaps would be better left in the, I'm thinking about some of the driveway ordinances, that would be perhaps better left in the um, building inspectors, right. bailiwick, or city engineers, bailiwick. And there's room for them to continue looking at what should our role really be? What do we want to spend our time on? Mm -hmm. But they've done some amazing due diligence and asked some really good, tough questions. Right. And I do like that they seek outside information. I mean, often you get municipal governments that are like, no, no, we know how to do this. And they're actually really good about, like, let's pull in legal counsel. Let's pull in this department. Let's get these people to come before city council and, and fill us in on this. And I think that's important and should be noted. How can the public, not only for Ward 3, but the whole city, can get involved with mm -hmm. you and your campaign, get to know more about you, what are the plans for the summer, and everything that people need to know in order to continue this conversation and get to know more about the candidate for Ward 3, right on. Antalheimer. Right on. We're doing a lot of different things. There are a lot of different ways to get involved, and we want people to get involved how they want to get involved. Not everybody wants to get on the doors. I love door knocking, but that is really intimidating for some folks. So we do need volunteers uh, at all levels. If that's a lit drop, if that's calling, if that's texting, because we want to definitely do some texting, mm -hmm. making sure that we're on doors at a reasonable hour when people are home, but it's not intrusive, making sure that we've got folks who are there who are also able to start conversations, like introducing neighbors to neighbors. Yeah, I mean, and, and we've just rolled out the website andforholyoke.com, which is tightly linked to our Facebook page. We'll be posting more about municipal government stuff there, but we also have a forum where you can sign up to volunteer and let us know which of these tasks you'd be most interested mm -hmm. in. And of course, it does also link out to the donation page. And we will be holding things like, and covered her ears while I said that, um, 
Anyway, um, we'll be doing things like holding a postcard party uh, where we're writing, you know, doing handwritten postcards, which we know are a really effective way to remind people to vote. And having backyard parties, meet the candidate parties, we're really interested in getting people meeting people the Mm -hmm. rest of this summer. And there's lots of room to participate however you like. Mm -hmm. Small board cleanups. We did one of those last time, too. That was a good time. Um, cleaning out the storm drains because that's that's my that's my thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and well, that was a constituent concern too. That one of the things that we learned on door knocking was the the storm drains. We're like, we can actually tackle this. I mean, we can work with the city to get the city to help tackle this too. But in the short term, let's dig it out so the street doesn't flood. Any last remarks you would like to make? This is great. I, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, not only as a candidate, but as a voter, I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. I think this is really important. One of the things that we did hear a lot on Doors last time around was that it's hard to find information about candidates, who's running, what they're about, how to get involved. I think that's really crucial. So I'm hoping that people who are interested get involved during the summer. Use the website, sign up through our form, even if you're like, I've never done this before and I don't know how to do it. We'll train you. That's part of this too, because we want yeah. this to be... We want people to get fired up about this and like maybe run for office themselves next time through. Or maybe this time, maybe somebody from Ward 2 is like, wait, I want to learn a little bit about this and then jumps in and decides to run. That's what this is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be exciting. And uh, I love elections because it just seems like such a time to really get in there and work and change. We have the opportunity to make things better, to make it more effective, to make it more of the people. Why wouldn't somebody want to get involved with that? Yeah. Well, Anne, Sarah, thank you so much for your time and conversation. I'm hopeful people will be able to get to know and understand better your reasons for running. And I'm looking forward for our next run when the preliminary will have all candidates together to talk about your next step in the process. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very, very much. This is our conversation with Anne Thalheimer, candidate for War 3 in this municipal election in the city of Holyoke. Remember the preliminary election, if necessary, for some words will be on September 24th, and the last day to register to vote for the preliminary is September 4. The city of Holyoke municipal election is November 5th, and the last day to register to vote is October 16th. For more information on registering to vote, please visit holyoke.org or the city clerk's office at Holyoke City Hall. With this, we conclude our conversation that was recorded at the New England Media Lab inside Gateway City Arts in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening.